0: Talking with T, your urban talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage its listeners with trending news, hot topics, current events, real issues, interesting interviews, new music, and much more. Now, here's T spilling the tea in five, four, three, two, one.
1: You're backwards at for our weekly chat on the show designed with you in mind. We chatter about what matters and keep it real with our spiel. We keep it real and true while we do what we do. Thanks for tuning in to Talking With T. This is Tanisha Baker. It's February 1st. And if today is your birthday, you share it with your birthday mates, Lisa Marie Presley, late actor Clark Gable, late master of funk, Rick James, rapper Big Boy, actor and comedian Garrett Isaac Morris, Late actor Sherman Hensley, best known for his role as George Jefferson and late poet Langston Hughes. This month kicks off Black History Month. It was sparked by Dr. Carter G. Woodson in 1926 when he created Negro History Week. It was observed the second week of February. Many people claim the month of February was chosen because it's the shortest month of the year, but actually Woodson chose that week in this month to honor the birthdays of Frederick Douglass and Abraham Lincoln. We on Talking With Tea celebrate the legacy of our ancestors all throughout the year. We get it. We should not limit the acknowledgement of the contributions of African Americans to one month. Yet, we also understand that during this month, most like any holiday, we set aside time to put special emphasis on African American history and share an intentional focus on our achievements. Trying to mature and grow without knowing your history is like trying to grow a tree without roots. Those who do not remember the past are condemned to repeat it. History, despite its wrenching pain, cannot be unlived, but if faced with courage, need not be lived again. Maya Angelou. On this date in history, Good Times first premiered in 1974, and on this date in 1978, The first stamp of the U.S. Postal Service's Black Heritage USA series honored Harriet Tubman, famed abolitionist and conductor of the Underground Railroad. And our little-known Black History Fact features John James, the first kid to time travel when his mama knocked him into next week. The month of February is also recognized as Self-Check Month, National Teen Dating Violence Awareness Month, National Wedding Month, Responsible Pet Owner Month, Library Lovers Month, Snack Food Month, National Heart Month, and many more. Today on the national calendar is National Freedom Day. This day was founded to celebrate the freedoms we enjoy as U.S. citizens. Specifically, the holiday commemorates the day in 1865 when President Abraham Lincoln signed what would later become the 13th Amendment. This amendment effectively ended slavery in the United States. The theme this month is love and happiness, two things we want, two things you deserve, two things that can be hard to define, two things I wish for you. Love for yourself and others, as well as a commitment to being happy. Love is defined as a deep commitment to someone or something, extreme feelings of attachment, making someone or something a priority while happiness is a feeling of satisfaction, fulfillment, or contentment. We will build on these definitions this month as you are encouraged to fill the days of your life with both love and happiness.
0: Love and happiness Wait a minute, something's going wrong Someone's on the phone Three o'clock in the morning yeah. Talking about
1: she can make it right. Yeah. yeah. Happiness is when
0: you really feel good about somebody. There's nothing wrong being in love with someone.
1: Yeah. yeah. Oh, baby. Love and happiness. Talking with T would love to feature your organization or business, become a sponsor, or advertise on the show. Let us help you reach more people and promote your brand, service, or product.
0: Business owners, church leaders, entrepreneurs. Why not build your brand on Talking with T, your urban talk show. Designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage. Call today, 865-409-1170 for more details or visit TalkingWithT.com.
2: All right, listeners, it's that time in the show where we review trending news, and I have none other than our top investigator, most often instigator, T.I. Pam, the know-it-all Professor Jay, and Tiffin Tarika. So we're going to start off talking about Jay's uh, old boy, Donald Trump. Oh, and he he <laughs> I know you're tired of talking about him, but he keeps staying in the news. So his entire legal team quit. Right before the impeachment hearings. I mean, they all, all of them gone. All of them. Everyone.
3: Even the bailiffs.
2: Gone. Jump ship, clerk and all.
3: Wow. Just wow.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and that has to be embarrassing as a grown man where you don't have anyone to defend you with your lies and corruption. That gives me a little hope to know that there are still some people who draw the line somewhere. So instead of everybody just going along with them, no matter how ridiculous it is, these people decided that they would not be another, was it Giuliani situation? I don't blame them. Right, because they say that they fell out over Trump wanting them to include his take on the election, saying that it was stolen from him, he still refuses to admit that he lost to Biden. And they said, you know what? You ain't going to make a fool out of us in front of God and everybody. We, got, we out. Peace.
3: Doesn't he have something else to do with this time now?
2: Oh, no, Jay. I don't know. But let me ask y'all this on a serious note. Did you see the video of the Florida team who was body slammed by the school resource officer? The family says they are traumatized by the incident. She was not unconscious. She has a concussion. The mother made a statement that it was really the adultification of black children, and that's where our children are seen and treated as adults versus the kids they really are because the girl, Taylor Bracy is only 16 years old.
3: I have not seen the video, but just based on your recounting of the story alone, I'm Still trying to make sense of it all because it would seem as if that, regardless of how severe the uh, altercation may have been, the resource officer, one would think, would have been trained to be able to defuse the incident, restrain those involved without causing uh, or at least causing minimal bodily harm to all parties involved. I mean, although I'm pretty sure that the likelihood of everybody escaping unscathed uh without a scratch is pretty slim. Surely the girl didn't have to be knocked unconscious.
2: No, she didn't have to. i worked at numerous facilities and you go through de escalation training, you go through a strength training and those school resource officers go through the same training so, there was really no reason for him to even slam her or even take her down to the ground. And if he had to, there's a procedure for that. And it doesn't include slamming somebody on their head on the concrete. They said you could hear her head hit the concrete. And he didn't even offer her medical aid after he did it. He put her in handcuffs. Yes, he definitely needs to be recommended.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And I feel like, they, you know, when they do that, they're just doing the most. I mean... Of course, the family is traumatized, and the whole list of things that the mother said, who wouldn't be? And it seems like the officer, if he, you know, would have that much adrenaline going, he had some other issues prior to this situation. He must have had a rough night, uh, some girlfriend or something or whatever, must have broke up with him. I mean, there's more to it than this now. I mean, for you to have that kind of, you know, that kind of hostility or whatever, or issues with this girl or prior to another kid must have did something to tick him off but it's it, it's pretty much that pretty obvious that he do his what is what that called that training that you get you know, how to take somebody down because that's not in it right so we'll see how this plays out and the mother is calling for him to be fired Pam you may have reprimanded and I was just reading that the mother says he should be fired so we'll see what happens with that We also have to follow up this whole Shenanigan story with T.I. and Tiny. And now they've been accused of drugging girls, and I won't be graphic, but there is some sexual misconduct involved, which they adamantly deny. But at least 19 girls have come forward. The couple is threatening to sue for allegations of egregious sexual abuse.
3: Okay. T.I. and Tiny. T.I. is the same Mm -hmm. guy who was holding his daughter to a standard of checking to make sure that she has remained pure and all this the third
2: the same one
3: okay
2: it seems like I've heard something floating around uh like this before with them or some a couple they associate with, so I am not shocked nor surprised. And T.I., you know, made that statement I see and used all those big words that he normally uses and mentioned defamation of character and this and that. But I believe it. You believe it? I believe it. Well, it sure is a hot and trending topic, so we will be following that closely. And listeners, you can read more details about what happened on our website, TalkingWithT.com as you can, the other stories that we share. Now, Tariqa and I were speaking recently about the rise in crimes. That's another effect of COVID, J. And I think she particularly was talking about Chicago, where juvenile crimes are on the rise as there's been a surge. I think they said almost double the number of carjackings as it was a year prior. But the thing is, and we noticed that actually in our own city, the crimes are being committed by younger and younger people. And then you still have the criminals wearing masks and being able to blend in with the general population. So when we talk about the impact of COVID, it's a ripple effect, so many things. But I don't know why the young people are um, surging in criminal activity.
3: Well, I mean, admittedly, they could be suffering from cabin fever, much like the adults, but at the same time, I would be kind of interested to see these statistics around the time when these crimes are committed, because with many districts going to some model of virtual learning, you know, you and I know very well that in a lot of instances, kids are logging in and stepping away from their devices And the parents are not monitoring, so the children, again, are left to do whatever, which could Mm -hmm. very easily leave them open and prone to all sorts of nefarious behavior.
2: Okay. I agree with with you, Jay. Um, It seems like uh, the kids are bored. I don't know if, like you said, this virtual learning situation is, really happening. Um, I know the kids, if they're logging on, they can keep the cameras um, off or whatever but um, it seems that they are trying to find something to do and they say a lot of these adults or um, like they've always done use the kids uh, to do these things because they say the kids, they don't get in trouble uh, like the adult would. So they're kind of just sending these kids out You're saying the adults are recruiting the kids to do their dirty work? That's exactly what it sounds like. And by them not being in school, they have more time to get in this mischief. Yep. That's unfortunate. Well, something else that's unfortunate is that we're still dealing with racism. It was not left behind in 2020. There have been several incidents already this year. One story came up in the news this past week about a woman who pulled her gun out on an Amazon driver. He pulled up in front of her house, and that's all it took. He pulled up, she pulls out her gun.
3: Did he not have a package for her?
2: Yes, but she didn't get that far. So evidently, some of the drivers, you know, when they're delivering Amazon, are using their own vehicle. Mm. But it's not like he had—he was on her porch or was approaching her aggressively or anything. He pulls up, she pulls out her gun. She sees a black man, pulls out her gun. Just wow. Is this the
3: day of wow? It, it, it is the day of wow.
2: Mhm. You want to say it's, it's unbelievable, but just when you think you've heard it all, then you hear nothing. Oh, yeah. It's it doesn't end. It is. it is sad. And, you know, uh, you, then you have the chief of police out of Hamilton, Georgia, Gene Almond, and patrolman John Brooks who were exposed after a video came out in which they had made several racist comments about the killing of Richard Brooks and also in their conversation with racial slurs about Atlanta Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms and politician Stacey Abrams. And see what's done in the dark comes to light because what happened, they turned their body cameras in thinking they weren't working. So they turned them in for repairs. But in that process, the footage was actually on there, and, You can read more details about what they said because I I won't repeat it for our show today, but just know that it it was pretty it was pretty bad, and now they are both unemployed, and I keep saying we said it over and over that people keep participating in these types of behaviors and are willing to risk their livelihood, their careers, and everything, and so I'm I'm assuming it's not as funny now as it was when they made the comments on the body cam.
3: Right, and these are the very same people who are sworn to serve and to protect, and you would think that they would be able to put their personal opinions, uh, personal feelings aside, but clearly not.
2: It almost sounds like people just just wake up, some people, just wake up and decide, how can I get fired today? (laughs) I mean, if many people... As we see or we hear about losing their job for this kind of thing, and they continue to do it. So it's no other reason than, I'm just tired of working. Because they do it all the time. Yeah. And as Jay said, how can we trust those who take that vow to protect and serve if they have that type of mindset? Right. I'm going to turn the corner a little bit for the crazy chronicles. I found this story about this couple in Maine who live off the land. And they're teaching others in what is called a primitive skills school. Kobe Smith and Hannah ray they eat road kills, they bathe outdoors year-round, and they make their own clothes. And their school is called Way of the Earth. And people are actually going to this school so that they can learn these primitive survival or living skills. And the article says they make flour from acorns and tea from pine needles. I've never heard of such, but maybe one of you are more familiar
3: no ma'am i I can't say that <laughs> I am familiar, and I don't want to be any more familiar than what than what you have told me I, what you told me is enough. I'm good, I made it you want to know how to
2: you, you, you don't wanna know no, how to make flour from acorns no
3: ma'am i I do not i do not mm-hmm. this this even this even transcends my my Boy Scout training, so I'm good on that. <laughs>
2: You know what? These people sound like they are preparing some training or something going on for us. If something happens, they're going to be ready to live off the land. So they're already practicing. So, and no, I have not heard of this, but that's the only thing I can think of that they're doing. They are trying to get ahead of the game and stay ahead of the game in case something happens. And then they got people going to the school and they're teaching them how to do it as well. Mm-hmm. You not interested in learning these skills either, Tarika? No, not at all. And, and I hope I never regret not wanting to either. <laughs> hope
0: nothing
2: ever happens where we have to try to figure that out. <laughs> they going to be sitting somewhere saying, see? see? Y'all yeah, I thought, I, yeah, thought we were crazy. Thought we were crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Before we close today, I do want to say we want to congratulate our local Bianca Blair for winning the WWE belt uh, this past weekend. So we are very proud of her. She's been declared the winner. We also want to congratulate Kelly Rowland and her husband, Tim Weatherspoon, on a new addition to their family, baby Noah John, was born January 21st. And, of course, we all mourn the death of iconic actress Cicely Tyson, who passed at the age of 96 and had just released her memoirs two days before her death, and finally, Black Lives Matter has been nominated for the 2021 Nobel Peace Prize. So, I guess that's it for this bit. And as we've kicked off a new month, a new theme, we are still carrying forth and forward with Talking with T in 2021. And I can't wait to hear what the two of you have to say next week. And you know I'm going to say it. And I'm not going to tip around it. All
1: right. Well, once again, we've come to the end, but be reminded you can call in with your thoughts or opinions to our talk line. That's 865-409-1170. You can also leave comments on talkingwithtea.com, Share stories or spill some tea. In the meantime and in between time, engage with us on social media and subscribe to Talking With Tea Daily, our online newspaper for your daily scoop of trending news to find out what we're talking about. Be sure to stay tuned right here on the historic WJBE Jamming 99.7 for the D.L. Hughley Show. And tonight, when it's time to turn down the lights and slow your roll, tune in to the smooth sounds from the Sweat Hotel.
0: Thank you for tuning in to Talking With T, your urban talk show. The show designed with you in mind. And we would love to connect with you right now on social media. All things Talking With T. And you can listen to the show 24-7, 365 on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and iHeartRadio. Now on that note, T will end with a quote. In times of crisis, the wise
1: build bridges while the foolish build barriers. We must find a way to look after one another as if we were one single tribe. Wakanda forever. Remember where you heard the word and keep being kind until next time. You've been listening to Talking With Tea.